Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back on Steelers Touch Down Under. I'm Matt Peverell, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Mark Davison, who, if you haven't listened to part one of the show, we're actually celebrating his birthday. We thought, why not? It's Christmas Eve. It's Mark's birthday. We'll record a little bit early than we usually do. So we're coming. We're recording about 9 a.m. Thursday, so 5 p.m. Wednesday, your time, I think it roughly it is. Um, and, you know, usually we're about 5 p.m. on a or 6 p.m. on a Friday. So a um, bit of a time change for us, but, you know, Christmas and Mark's birthday and what have you, we thought we'd come to you a little bit live um, or on live, but a little bit earlier. Mark, before we go into the Colts, um, as you know, I'm a bit of a, I like my salary cap numbers. I'm not necessarily a huge deep maths guy, you know, outside of being, you know, outside of sport, but um, I, I was having a bit of a look at where, and, you know, we talked in part one a lot about the stats behind where the Steelers are currently situated on the offensive side of the football. But I thought about it, you know, a lot of sports, sometimes you sort of think and you, you sort of go, well, if you can fix the problems by acquiring different players, particularly when you've got a salary cap, what are the implications of the fact of who you might have out injured or who's playing poorly that's costing you money? Because the reality is, is that every player on this dealer's roster, if they're not playing well, they're costing the team money, you know, and, and it's money that we could be spending elsewhere, really. Um, now it's difficult at this stage of the season. I'm not saying the Steelers need to go out and sign a bunch of free agents or anything like it, but it is interesting to think about as we think forward to next year, where some fans, that's where their head is at. But I thought it's pretty interesting Whilst we know, and we talked about in, the, in part one, the offensive areas that the Steelers need to just get it right in. Did you know that we have $26 million worth of players, right? Of a, of a $198 million cap. So about an eighth of the cap sitting there on injured reserve right now. 
And if you add in our COVID reserve with Vince Williams, we have about, it's about $33.7 million sitting there in, in untapped players, which is about 17% of our, of our salary cap. So literally almost one fifth of the money we've got to spend on pools of players is sitting there on the field, off the field, either injured or on COVID lists. And, and we're missing about 6% of the cap this year in dead money, which is not the worst in the NFL, but there's 12 million there on players that we just, that we've cut or done stuff with, or that we've pulled back onto practice squads or whatever that we've had to pay out. So, and it's actually quite interesting because of those players, you know, Trey Edmonds is now on the injured reserve list, but we brought him back. We had to pay him a hundred grand, which fine, small change for an NFL team. Marcus Allen, 146 grand, same thing. Antoine Brooks, 210 grand, same thing. Jordan Berry, 375 grand, same thing. Like, you just look at it. There's just these players here. Like, what's going on with this salary cap? Usually we're all really, like, happy to, you know, compliment Omar Khan and um, Kevin Colbert. But, you know, there is a bit of talent on the sidelines right now. So what you're really saying is, is if I'm a bar operator and I've been working the bar for five years and, and, and we know it's Anzac Day, and I have my best four four staff members out, and I'm playing with, or I'm serving at um, Anzac Day. At well, Lincoln. Anzac Day, which is like you know our Veterans Day here, we celebrate it. It's it's a part of the national fabric. It's almost like July Fourth. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm manning the bar by myself with day one starters. That's what is that what you're saying, Matt? Hundred percent, hundred percent. You're manning it with like a bunch of people on their f- second shift trainees. And they're like, do I put lemon in this? You're like, yes, just put it in. Just don't get the beards, get money. Um, yeah, that's, that's shocking. 20, so what 20% or 28 million of our 200 is not even on 33, the field. 33 and a half million. It's not even on the field. Yes. Yeah, injuries are getting us. And that's just um, injuries, right? Like that's not even the dead cap, which, you know, every team's going to have, you know, 10 or between 10 and 20 million at some stage in, in dead cap, like just the way the rosters, these work and still is, you know, generally it's standards, the standard. But equally, even if I look at that, to me, there. Are, I want you to tell me whether it's just a yes or a no, whether you think we're getting value from these players, right? Vance McDonald at three point eight million, who is the the I think is the twelfth best player roughly on the Steelers roster right now in terms of cap number. Vance McDonald, are we getting value this season at three point eight million? That's a big negative. We're not even using him the way we should be using him. We're using him in the run game. We're not using him in the pass game. He's got like eight catches. Yep. All year. Alejandro Villanueva, right? Now, he's obviously, I think he's had a few back backloaded deals as well and different switch switch arounds there on some of his contracts. But eight and a half, just under eight and a half million for Alejandro Villanueva, who's apparently was, so difficult to play next to. I would say yes, but he probably just needs to play a little bit better. Now, like I said, I'm not an offensive line guy, but I don't know who would be better than him at the moment. So I would say yes. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I'm I'm about where you are. I just think I look at that eight million number. And I'm like, ooh, you sort of wince a bit. It's, you sort of can't see me doing it with the listing. I'm just like, oh, okay, like the eight million. I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. I'm not saying you shouldn't get the back the bro. You know, he's got three and a half million there of um pro rider bonus and stuff. But I'm just saying, is he delivering at the eight million? Chris Wormley, who we got via trade, fill a need, just over two million. Sorry, who? <laughs> You know that guy, Chris Wormley? They're like, oh. he played for the Ravens. He was this defensive end. And like, I think even BTSC had a live interview with him like early uh, in the season. Well, 
yeah, I'm not even sure if he's playing. And by the way, I've kind of clued into what I think you're doing, and I like it. Continue. Derek, <laughs> Derek what? Two million. Uh, at the moment, no. And I thought uh, this week they're going to play him. I thought we could talk about him. Next minute, that was a horrible play. I actually felt really sick to my stomach when I saw him get knocked out. Reminded me of a little bit of Shazier. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got that feeling. Got that, that, that feeling. That was hard to, to start the game. Um, he, he got his head knocked or his knee knocked into his head or something happened. When Derek Watt gets back, they have to use him somehow for the playoffs, but at this point, they probably just won't. So, but no. There's the two million there. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you said no because I was going to throw one back at you. I was going to follow it up with we paid Roosevelt Nick's 875 grand just to like in part of cutting him. So, really, Derek's number is a lot higher than it looks. And, and Nix was good too, even though he got a little bit injured. I used to like uh, how Nix played. He was, he's, a, he's a thumper. Uh, he, he helped out Bell a lot. He can catch the ball uh, if needed. That that one great touchdown when he ran over the Raven in the end zone. Yeah, Nix was he was a yes for that for that. I, mean, I see you actually you teach me quite a bit here now. I get what you're saying. Um, yeah, Nix was good for that money. What no? Right. So on the flip side, right? Tyson Alawalu at three and a half million dollars. Yeah. I would say yes, and I would even say if that's where um, product and uh, value, Productive. I would say he maybe even needs more. Um, yeah. He's playing really well um, uh, in that defense. He just needs a little bit of help and needs a little bit of rest. And if our offense offense can be up seven points, then he'll play even better. Mike Hilton, three, 3.2 million. 3.25. Oh, 100%. I think, he's, I think we need to bring him back. If we can, I don't know, I don't know about how this all works, but we got to bring Mike uh, Hilton back somehow. Um, and I'm just going to test you here to see how many birthday beverages you might have had before we went live on there. How about TJ Watt at 2.9 million? Is that per year? That's what he's on this year. TJ Watt's on 2.9 million. Oh, because he hasn't, he hasn't signed a big contract. He hasn't contract, signed the contract. He hasn't signed the wow. option. 2.9 million. Well, that's a hard yes. That's, that's, that's a big yes. How about... Right now, this is an interesting one because this guy divides the fans. Right, this guy defines the fans. How about Terrell Edmonds at two point nine million dollars? Well, I would say yes again, but I, I, I kind of get this understanding now. Maybe they are worth a little bit more. So would that be technically a no? Same as TJ because that's he's worth more than two points. Doesn't mean, but he's having a good value. So like you know, and, and this is the thing. Like I'm going to rattle off a few players. These are guys that are between one point. and $2 million. Minka Fitzpatrick, Avery Williamson, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington, Chase Claypool. Now, a lot of those guys appreciate are on rookie contracts, right? Like, in fact, they all are. Apart from Avery, right? They're all on rookie contracts and a couple of them are wide receivers, you know, drafted second round or later. But the reality is, is that, and if you keep going down this lineup, like Chooks Akora for 953 grand, Benny Snell, 850 grand, Alex Highsmith, who's obviously, you know, a third round pick, you know, in the draft this year, but 818 grand. McFarland, who's actually rushed for a bit more than what I thought he had at, when I looked at the stats before the game, 800. You know, you're getting a bit of play out of Bugs at 700. You got a bit out of Ray Ray at 750. Not bad. Like, all I'm saying is Marcus Allen's there at 675. Where's our production coming from? It's not coming from the, well, and there are the top leaders in, you know, Ben to it, DeCastro, Hayden, Haywood you know, up there as sort of our top five best played players. But we're seeing the other end of the roster make a big difference here. Well, I've got a big question for you because this, this is what I thought you were doing. I thought you were going through the list and I thought you were going to end up with uh, Big Ben and his worth. 
So I want to ask you a similar question, which I thought you were going to ask me. Is Big Ben worth that? Is he 41 million? I don't know the actual cap or whatever it so is. So he's 23.75 this year. Right. Um, which 2.2 is pro rata bonus. So you're here's, asking, here's the Big Ben question. Yeah. Is he the same way you asked me? And I thought that's what I was a bit clue. Maybe I wasn't. Maybe I was. But I thought you were going to ask me that now. Is Big Ben worth 23 million a year? Because the way, the way it's played out now, what, what are your thoughts on that? Okay, so this is a big one, which I was kind of really keen, and I think we'll go into depth <laughs> to address this in the off-season of what my gut feel is for next year and beyond, right? Because that's a different question to, is he worth it this season on performance, which is kind of what we've been judging here. It's also a very interesting question when you think about this week's game, because if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure Philip Rivers is on a $25 million deal right now for, for this season with the Indianapolis Colts. And I'll just pull that up while I show the stats, though. So, yeah, Philip Rivers is on. Yeah, his cap number, his cap number is twenty-five million, right? Guaranteed number of thirteen, but fine. So he's getting his twenty-five million. Philip Rivers has three thousand seven hundred yards, twenty-two three thousand seven hundred thirty-five yards, twenty-two touchdowns, nine interceptions. Ben Roethlisberger has, and his team are ten and four. Ben has led the team to 11 and three and Ben has 3,462 yards. So about 300 yards less 30 touchdowns and only 10 interceptions. So if we look at that, right. And it's fair, fair. Now I'm not saying Philip Rivers is the best quarterback in the league. That's not what I'm saying, but he's getting paid less than Rivers. So if we think about it in this week's contest, yeah, Ben's getting good money. Equally, Ben's not on a rookie contract, right? Like there are other guys. Like if you look at Wentz money, Wentz or Roethlisberger, like you're probably going to go Roethlisberger there. But is he worth $41 million next year? I mean, you want a lights out top five QB at $41 million when your cap is scheduled to go down from the 198.2 this year to 175 million next year. Like that's, there's a big difference there. And Dave Schofield type answer, but we can address that question after the season when we know where the Steelers went. But Right now at twenty for under twenty five million or under, you'd have to say it, it, it's worth it, but it's got to get better. And definitely, if we're thinking about forty one million next season, but let's address that in the yeah. off season. But look, part two, we usually obviously preview the week to comes game, Indianapolis Colts. We sort of talked a bit, little bit there about Philip Rivers and, and his number and what that means. Great place to start, Mark. Was there a you know, obviously it's pretty hard as a Steelers fan to watch a lot of the Colts, you know, the AFC South. We've had a bit of interaction this year in terms of them with, you know, the Jags, the Titans, the um, the Texans and what have you. But um, anything that you've seen in highlights before we go deep diving? Uh, I watched a bit of the Colts game last night. So I was watching the Colts versus Texans and I started to watch that game. Um, I saw bits of the running back playing really well. Um What's his name again? Taylor, John Taylor. Taylor, Naheem Horans. Then I got to the point where I was like, I just can't watch the Colts. I just didn't like watch <laughs> Like I was trying to uh, critically analyze and, you know, watch it from start to finish. I ended up, I ended up watching actually uh, last year's game, Steelers versus Colts in, uh, in Heinz Field, the Rudolph versus uh, Hasselback. 
Oh, the Minka perfect interception yeah. against, yeah. I think they were passing it to Doyle or something down in the end zone yeah. there, and he took that one for the 100, 101 yards or something, was it? 96 yards? Uh, was it 96 yeah. or 101 yards? So it was just an awesome play. So I started watching that, um, and I probably should have done more study on the Colts, you know, team itself. Uh, I'm not really, uh, you know, I, you know, I differ between this. I'm not really a big fan of Rivers. I don't really like his, I guess his, um, his ego and he just never shuts his mouth. At the same point, though, I know a lot of fans won't like Big Ben. They're both from the same draft class. They're both like, how's this? 17 years on and we're still, as fans, I've been a fan, I think 18 years you've been a fan, um, 16, 17, 18 years. So it's like they're still playing. It's like Tom Brady is still playing. It's just like, wow, like the, the days are almost, almost, almost over, like the seasons, maybe one or two more seasons. Rivers has never, never got the big one. He's never played. I don't think he's, He's had the team around him. Sometimes he's had it, but the other times he hasn't played well. well in, in yeah, and we were talking about this a bit off air, like, and this will rile some people up. I think you hit the nail on the head in that, like, if if, if Rivers had been a Steeler and Roethlisberger had been a Charger and now a Cole, we'd we'd be all like Ben. Roethlisberger. Oh, we would. We'd probably hate Big Ben. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Right? Like, the one thing that I think, in fairness to Rivers, is that like, if he's your quarterback of your team. He shows the passion that I think a lot of people kind of want from Ben sometimes that like, like he shows the overt passion. Like he sits in a press conference to be really clear about it. He's gunning for it. You, you sort of feel like there's almost a fan playing QB sometimes when you hear some of his, some of his press conferences equally. I mean, with a decent offensive line, like if he'd had Lav Bell, right. If he'd had Lav Bell behind that offensive line that Ben had, he would have won at least a Super Bowl in this decade between 2010 and 2020. Like, I, I just, uh, I'm firmly of that belief. They, they had chances back in the playoffs um, with, with Tomlinson and stuff like that. And, and I think Philip Rivers was a, a great player with um, Antonio Gates. I think as, as a football fan, that was awesome to watch and how those two connected. It's just, it always seems that it's been 17 years and, you know, Eli Manning got two, Ben's got two, um, Rivers, same class. It just like, is this the run for the Colts Super Bowl? I don't, I no, I don't think. No, I don't think so. That's a really good point. Um, but more, I mean, like it. What Rivers has made a career out of is it's kind of like you can see it this season at the Colts, right? Because Jonathan Taylor and Naheem Hines are two their running backs, right? And so um, Naheem Hines has rushed for like three hundred nineteen yards. Wilkinson's rushed for three hundred and eight, and Jonathan Taylor's rushed for eight hundred and forty-two with seven touchdowns. Naheem Hines has three. But if you look at what they've done in the passing game, like Naheem Hines and Jonathan Taylor have both caught over 300 yards. In fact, Naheem 400 yards in the passing game, and they're two of the top six receivers. So Rivers is doing what he's always done, and he's really using his running backs in the passing game, which I think is really interesting for this week because we talked a lot last week about how the Steelers are being exposed in the middle and in, in, in particularly short. That's that's the opportunity for the Colts this week. Well, that's a very good point because he's doing you know check down Charlie where he lets the, lets the play. Um, <laughs> check down Charlie. You, you've never heard that one? I've got no, I like it. I just like it. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I've got me. Yeah, so he's doing the play where he lets the, lets the play progress, and if it's not there, he checks down to his running back, and they're free. Yeah. However, on the flip side, Big Ben and their offense doesn't even have the check down because they're they're throwing that short ball. And there was an interesting point I listened to. Um, I think it was one of the BTS C guys said. Well, they haven't got. They're not letting the play um, play out because two point yeah. two seconds was awesome for eleven games. But now they've figured it out. Like, 
where's the old days where he scanned the field and if he wasn't wasn't getting there, he'd throw to um, Willie Parker, Vern Haynes, or or whoever whoever would be um, Connor. Like just they can make three or four or five yards. And when the big Ben's not doing that, they're throwing that short ball and he's not even going to the check down if everything's covered up. Um, and then you, you're going second and 10. So Rivers has been doing that. And he's got some capable running backs well, there for sure. Yeah. And like Naheem Hines is catching, has a catch rate of 81.5%. So he doesn't drop. And Jonathan Taylor has a catch rate of 94.6%. So they're dropping the ball like a handful of times, maybe every couple of weeks. Like, But, but there's your five, five, ten, or five, seven yards, really. And then that's if, they can take on our, on our linebackers this week. Hopefully, Vinny can show up. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's been a bit um, sick with the COVID and it's going to have complications. But, um, yeah, if, if the, the deep ball isn't there, Rivers knows how to play that. He did that for years with, with Tom, uh, Tomlinson. So, it's going to be very interesting um, to see these two quarterbacks go at it again because deep down you know that Big Ben wants to beat him and oh, they just got to get something going. I, I, I want them to win this game, but... If they lose by a field goal and they play the game how the game is meant to be played, I won't be that annoyed. Um, I'll be frustrated, but I won't be as annoyed as last week. If they turn it the same way as last week and they do a screen to DJ and half the field, you know, all 11 players go to DJ's side and they still run that play. It's so frustrating to, to, to see the, the play call and you know the defense has already figured it out. Well, that's it. Um, and when I look at their three wide receivers, though, which is interesting, we talk about drops. Pittman, the, like in terms of the yeah the yards, Pittman's got a catch rate of sixty six percent. Pascal has a catch rate of sixty three point nine, and T Y Hilton, the much touted T Y Hilton, has a catch rate of sixty three point three percent. So like those guys are catching you know six out of every ten balls. Like it, there's an issue issue particularly for them, and they can't throw a long ball either. Their longest their longest catch is with uh, Hilton at 50 yards for the season. So, like, we're kind of getting very similar teams, and the Colts have yeah. done well with their offense. I'm a bit different to you, though. If we lose this game, right, well, we're definitely in a slide now, right? We are in a slide. The form needs to be stopped. But what I'm really worried about, we lose this game. The Colts have still have a chance to make the playoffs. If we lose this game against the Colts, we are losing against an AFC team that's in the mix, and it tells you everything you need to know about where the Steelers are looking going into the playoffs. Because if they can't get it right this week, and I'll tell you what, if they lose this week, they'll lose the Browns game. They will yeah. lose the Browns game. If they, this is a very, very tough one because if they lose this game and then if they lose the Browns game, the Browns win the AFC North. And what have you done? The 11-0 means nothing. And the media uh, a, was right. I had, a question. <laughs> I had a question for you. I had a question for you, though. No, the 11-0 does mean something, actually, in my mind. Let's play devil's advocate. We lose this week, right? Win or lose. All right, let's say we lose this week, right? And you could still do this scenario for win. Big Ben against the Browns. If his arm is that tired and he's nursing an injury, and I think Dave Schofield's right, the fact that he had an extra day and he didn't practice, do you just not play Ben in that game? Yes. So I had a bit of theory. If you win or lose versus the Colts, I think you play Ben either a half or you don't play him at all because it won't really change the the settings right. of anything. Because um, you're still going to go because you're still going to go into the you're still making the playoffs at this point. Is it better to give him a rest? If if you win, I think you rest 
I think you have to because I think you have to rest other players as well. I think you rest some players, get them more healthy. Well, you rest think, TJ. You're 100% right? rest TJ. You rest some players and then you say, well, if, if other players are resting, you might as well rest Ben. Put Rudolph in there. He's more than capable to have a go. Go back to Cleveland. But do you not do, do – do you leave – but do you put Rudolph in? Do you put Dobbs in instead? Well, I'm not too sure about who because, like – Because do, can you afford if, – if Ben's got this injury, can you afford Rudolph to be injured in the playoffs if, if Ben's going to get injured? That's very true. But – and we've we've shown last year what happens with that. We go into Cleveland. Jeez. Well, well, at least Dobbs can run. Dobbs is a bit faster <laughs> than Mason. So Matt Garrett can be waving the helmet around and no one can see the gesture. Too bad this is not a live YouTube. But like Dobbs can, you know, Garrett can be waving his, the helmet around and Dobbs can be running around him, you know, like. Uh, it's, a, it's a very interesting point. It, it depends. Like I think they would probably play Rudolph. And I think it would be a bit of a, a far stretch if they played Dobbs. But if you're going to rest a lot of players, because if you, if we can, the, this is a key matchup this week. I know if we lose this game and the Browns beat the Jets, then we're playing for the AFC North and then we'll have to play for something. But And we should have won it last week. But this is the, the thing where Tom wanted to say, boys, we've got the AFC North here, win today, and you know the players who have played all year will give you some time off. And the ones who haven't played much will get a chance to show the NFL how good they are. And that's what you want to do as a fringe player. You want to get, you know, you want to put a hat on. And, and this is the game. This is the AFC North game right here. We don't want it to be next week because we'll probably lose it because Cleveland is fired up. Mayfield is doing commercial after commercial and <laughs> we're hating him. I don't know. We don't see him here. We're hating him, hating him more and more. Um, but, but like when I was at the Browns game, yeah, but their running game, I wish we had their running game. Oh boy. Nick Chubb, he is amazing. He's but having gonna, a good season. Go back to the Colts, but yeah, we did. We just needed to to win this game, and it's 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 Ben versus Philip Rivers, two old men playing, and they got to use their running game, and that's going to be one of the deciding factors, I think. That's it. That's it. Well, Mark, that almost wraps up part two. So there's two things that we've got to do this week. That's bold predictions, punts of the week, mm-hmm. and it's slinging the slang. So let's kick off with slinging the slang. Yep. What's your what's your Aussie slang word this week for Steelers fans out there and and new listeners to the show? As we always say, you know, as Ben likes to sling the rock, or maybe not last few weeks, we like to sling the slang, and this is our segment where we teach you a word or two about Aussie slang. So, Mark, right. what's your word? The next time I go over to Heinz Field, I want to see this, like you know, standard the standard, all that cool stuff. I want to see pull your head in, pull your head in, mate. <laughs> I want to see pull your head in on the big logo board. I want to see uh, Tomlin the next next conference or in his locker room speech. Pull your head in. You just that means you just gonna show up, play football, run the ball, pass the ball, just do something. And hopefully, I won't be yelling as much um, at home. I'll be I'll be cheering them on. Pull your head in, mate. That's it. That's it. Agree with you there. And my one, I'm gonna go to the classic because Mark. I dare say you or I, our families will be doing this tomorrow for Christmas Day. You know, I'm like, you know, we do the roasts like they do over in the US, but it's not cold for us on Christmas Day. It's warm. So what do we do when it's warm? We throw a shrimp on the barbie. Oh, yeah, the old, the old shrimp on the, the barbie. The old shrimp. The old shrimp we on the barbie. We don't, we don't have shrimp. We got... We got prawns. That's why that's, that's <laughs> what the problem with the whole saying is that like we call them prawns and American call them shrimp. And then what we call shrimp is actually a yabby. Yeah, I used to go yabby. Uh, yeah, yabby hunting in the dam and stuff. When I, was, when I was younger, out in the bush. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there's a, there's a many a one with prawn as well. What do, they, what do they say with like a good looking bloke, but he's got a bad head on his shoulders? He looks like a prawn. <laughs> or there's the one, or there's the one when like someone's like um, cut you deep, or or like uh, not done the right thing by you, or whatever. You're like, don't give me the raw prawn. Oh, true. Yeah, right. Which is I funny because we eat raw prawns all the time. It's just funny that that's like. Yeah, I haven't heard that one ages. Um, the raw yeah. prawn. But I'll, I had a mate I'll, that used to say it. We were like 13, 14, right? And like his family were quite posh. But when I'd like, we'd stir each other up or you'd pay him out or whatever, like, you know, give him a bit of stick. And then he'd be always like, oh, don't give me the raw prawn. And he'd get this like big deep voice on it. And it was just really yeah. funny because it's not how he spoke usually. So he's obviously copied someone he's once heard. It was really funny. Well, we do, we do say that quite like, that's a, I love that shrimp on the Barbie. Uh, Cause we just, you know. We don't say shrimp. Uh, we, <laughs> no, I know. But it's just like for the, for the, uh, when we go to America, we just play it off like nothing. Yep, like snags. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, punts of the week time. Punts of the week time. So, yep. what's your bold prediction for this week? All right, um, I got this feeling. Okay, I got this feeling that the Steelers are going to lose both, but I won't matter because the Jets are going to beat the Browns. Let's go, Jets! Here we go, Jets! Here we go! <laughs> Well, that's it. They don't have to tank anymore for Trevor Lawrence. Why not keep sliding they, down the order? They played really well last week, and I give props to. I wish we had Frank Gore. Maybe not just like for depth, but because he's a great human, and he um he won that game last week. That last play when he was like got, got into the the check down Charlie position, and he put his hands up, won the game. So if the Jets can beat the Browns, we've got the AFC North. Let's go. My punts of the week: TJ Watt strip sack, Steelers with two interceptions. I I like that. So you're saying that Phil Rivers is is, is getting hit. He's gonna get belted. Yeah, so this is the, the game. We're at home. Um, TJ is going to show up, which strip sack and two INTs, eh? Because I think Philip Rivers has a bit of an ego on him where he wants to pass that ball and, and be the best, and I think we can we can do that. But TJ, like but I forget which player it was. I'm having a terrible mental blank at a really good point. <laughs> when I'm trying to make a really good point. But there was, forget one of the players who had this one of these sacks records, and he was sort of saying that the hardest player to sack was... Um, was Philip Rivers. And he said, oh, he didn't really get one. He got him around the legs as he was... Th- oh, and Sorry, Philip ran out to the sideline behind the behind the passing line, like behind the line of scrimmage show count as a sack. See, but like, but yeah, he was just saying he's the hardest player to sack. So I think TJ Watt is going to put one on him before he retires. I, I cause issue with that because there's evidence shows that he has nine children. So he would, you know, pretty much say he's probably the easiest person to sack. <laughs> I might have to <laughs> cut that. We might be cutting that part. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everyone. I can say that, surely. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mark. And just to, not to end too much on a somber note, but um, rest in peace to Steelers great Kevin Green. Really sad and sorry to see, see him pass. Obviously, he had a really massive career in the NFL, and particularly for the LA Rams, Hall of, Fla- Hall of Famer, but very much known as a Pittsburgh Steeler and I think part of that 1994 um, Super Bowl team. So, yeah, rest in peace from our side of things. Um, but our, all listeners out there, Merry Christmas. You're going to, if you are listening to us, you know, you're listening to us on Boxing Day after you've probably, you know, had a really big Christmas. But um, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, enjoy, relax, recharge with the family. And let's just hope the Steelers can start pulling off some Christmas miracles each and every week on the way to Stairway to Seven. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.